So before we start this episode of Sandlot Sports, I want to send a quick thank you to all of our patrons out on, on Patreon. It's because of you we're able to keep this podcast going. Um, I'm glad we're your level of stupid, and we'll just be here to enjoy the laughs together. So on this upcoming episode of Sandlot Sports, we talk about uh, week five of the college football season, including the fraudulent um, Arkansas and Mississippi teams, um, how the SEC is really just two teams, and who's the second best conference in, in the NCAA, as well as the playoff chances for Cincinnati. We move over to the NFL and talk about week four and just how bad our picks are and also how bad Ben Roethlisberger has looked this year and whether or not he should start hanging it up and what the Steelers should do in, in his stead. But I feel like that is what's pushed forward the conversation for a bigger playoff. Well, see, and, and that's why I've always said that eight is the perfect number. Because if you're yeah. going to have five power conferences, win your conference. Win your conference and you're guaranteed in. If you mm-hmm. don't like it, well, you should have won your conference. And then you have the top group of five team, whoever that is, whether it's BYU, Cincinnati, whomever. And then you have the top two remaining teams, whomever you're basically, they are. You're taking a third of the ranked teams. I think that's a good amount. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that number. Like you're, that's a good sample size to get a good playoff in my opinion. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. I just want a good boxing match between Fury and Deontay Wilder. That's all. Maybe, 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 maybe. And <laughs> BJ Thomas. If you want to know if your team shit or not, we're talking about boxing four weeks into the season. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, got, I got a question for you guys. So have you ever played a video game and it's like kind of easy, but kind of not. There's some hard pieces to it. And then you get like this massive difficulty spike and you're like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Arkansas went through on Saturday. Yep. Yeah, that they did. And and I guess my question is, why were they number eight? Because they didn't look like the number eight team in the nation. S-E-C. S-E-C. There you go. There you go. So because the two teams they beat. Don't get, do not get mad at them for like playing people. <laughs> <laughs> but but see, they, they, they rose in the rankings. And, and this happens every year. But they rose in the rankings because they beat Texas, who mm-hmm. is, are they, if they're ranked they're like 23, 24, they beat Texas A&M and we see what happened to them over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So maybe the preseason rankings um there's a word for it um oh yeah bullshit <laughs> it's just it just gets us talking that's all they're there yeah, that's all it is talking about it does his job <laughs> that's all but, it is but i i was i was watching the michigan game obviously and you know i had the, the georgia game up because um bj and i had a little side thing going on with it and i was like oh it's 21 up in another first quarter oh that's over <laughs> yeah and i was like hey this this isn't going the way i was hoping it would <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, credit to Georgia's defense, man. They are nasty. Oh, I just, my God, I just needed them to be within like 14 points, too. It wasn't even anything serious. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even have to win. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, dang. Okay, so pop, going on? so pop quiz: Who's actually scored the most points against Georgia all year? Clemson. Nope. Who? South Carolina. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. twenty-one points. Thirteen, I think. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't allowed a point in two weeks. <laughs> that's what you call freaking stout defense. Yeah, that, that that's how you do it. Yeah. Now. We're facing next week, right? See, but the funny thing is, if they were in the Mountain West or something, we wouldn't even be talking about that. So they must be holding somebody to zero points. Is it S? E C teams is that yeah. what they're holding to? Well, if if you so still want to something if to you, that 
if you still want to classify Vanderbilt as an SEC team, I will allow it. No, no, <laughs> we don't. We don't have to discuss that. We can talk about everybody else they've played. We don't have to discuss Vanderbilt. Oh, that's one of the teams they hit that has not scored on them. Vanderbilt's one of the reasons I'm hoping that uh, they go to the European soccer model and just relegate <laughs> teams. You go, you go play BCC for the next two years until you figure yourself out. <laughs> but but oh. it does bring up a question: Is the SEC Bama, Georgia, and no one else? Uh, yeah, you could say so. Because I mean, yeah. who, who's the third best team in the SEC right now? Kentucky. What does that say? <laughs> Some. <laughs> it's, it's better than being undefeated in the Big Ten. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Will we? Because Ohio State just lost to a team or a team that lost to I don't even know who they lost to. They just lost. Well, o- Oregon always has issues with Stanford. It's even when when Hallbar was yeah. there. Now that David Shaw is still there, they always have mm-hmm. issues with, with Stanford. And I think it was like the third or fourth time in a row that a, that Stanford has beaten an undefeated Oregon team, which is just yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Is it though? It seems like kind of status. Quote. Yeah, well, and and it's, I think it's just the style that Stanford plays that they they're able to hang with Oregon. So it's just it's one of those things. Man, so Ohio State can say, "Man, we lost to an undefeated." Or no, you can't you can't say that anymore. Sure All right, well, well, Florida was saying, "Hey, we had this moral victory against Alabama." <laughs> Hey, they, I don't know what's going on at that quarterback position. I'm not saying it's all him, but at some point I would have thrown uh, it was Anthony Henderson. Is that his name? Anthony Anderson, the actor? And, no, Henderson. Oh, okay. Henderson, the backup for Florida. Yeah, I think so, that's his name. You know, and I was looking at that. So, like, um, in Florida's last seven games against Power 5 teams, they are 2-0 against Tennessee and 0-5 against anyone not named Tennessee. Hey, beating Tennessee will keep you in a job, though, <laughs> coach. <laughs> Around here, anyways. Yeah. <sighs> So I think I think Florida I think they were overlooking uh, Anthony Kentucky. Richardson. Sorry, yeah, yeah Anthony Richardson. Anthony I'm Richardson, Anthony. excuse me. Because even even when they started out the game, it was kind of like, well, this Kentucky, like this Kentucky. Well, you know, I said the thing on the group chat that they had not lost in Lexington since we were in kindergarten. Right. <laughs> Kentucky's always tough, though. They're not they're, they're not a team that doesn't play hard or doesn't have talent. You know what I mean? It always seems like things come together to work against them. Recently, re- yeah, recently. But no, when we were in school there terrible yeah but about what, probably 2005 i'd say they started to pick up a little bit i think when hal mummy got there i think he kind of instilled a winning culture and, you know they didn't quite have the recruiting talent that other sec teams did but they're like hey you know what we we can compete with these guys and now yeah. recently that you know they've been able to get some of the talent yeah. well i mean and you could always give them seats to a pretty good basketball team too if they played football so yeah it was always a nice thing you don't have that so much anymore yeah so I don't know. I, Kentucky plays tough. They have probably for the last 10 years or so. Well, and, and Kentucky does the same thing that Michigan's doing this year is in a league of the spread everything out, throw the ball up and down the field, just power running. And we're going to be a bizarre team on your schedule. That's hard to prepare for. Do you believe in old Michigan yet? Not yet. Not yet. I believe they beat a bad team on S- Saturday. Spoken like a true Michigan fan. <laughs> <laughs> I've been burnt. I shall not be burnt anymore. Not yet. No, I mean, not yet. All, all they proved on Saturday was they can beat a bad team when they break the quarterback in half it's like football's <laughs> version of chlamydia you shan't burn me again because <laughs> <sighs> no, uh, if you watch that game graham mertz was heating up right at the end of the first half he threw that touchdown pass it was 13 10 and then they broke up they, i think they caved in his chest he was in the hospital whole, for a whole time. chest caved in he's bird chest <laughs> he's done <laughs> i'm pretty i'm pretty sure his nipples touch I was like, man, they're playing tough. I was like, oh, he's dead. That's the end of that. Yeah. But what they what Michigan did show me is that they are committed to the run 
and they're actually really good at it because Wisconsin's offense is trash, but their defense is solid. And they had given up 75 rushing yards all season, not a game total for the season. And Michigan had like 112. So, I mean, that, that says that says something. Now, their, their big things this week is can they remain focused against a really bad Nebraska team? So we'll, we'll see kind of how they how they handle success. Is that game in an hour? Nope. It's in Lincoln at night. Mm. So that, that it's it's scaring me. It's also scaring me that Vegas only has it as a three, three and a half point game. Oh, look at you. Your team's actually giving you a reason to be nervous this year. <laughs> isn't that isn't that cute? <laughs> You you don't reek of desperation. Not yet. No, we haven't seen the NFL yet. <laughs> Sorry, that's coming from Dorian's side. <laughs> no, no, the, the desperation just it comes like when we start talking about the NFL. Oh, yeah. only my I'm... only my picks. The rest of my NFL season is going fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> BG is not allowed to call a, a, a Cowboys game last of the season because the one ga- Cowboys game that we picked, he lost. Other than that, he's yeah, not right. I'm not picking. I'm not picking any <laughs> Cowboys games. Right. So I'm if, going if to abstain from this conversation. Yeah. So yeah. So anytime it's on there, there's only two guys picking. Adam puts it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll not participate. <laughs> and I think the only thing that's keeping Dora Damas in his cage is Paul Nes. No, no, it's not. I'm waiting. <laughs> no, um, actually, me and uh, uh me and Paul, we talk often. I, I just told him, I said, you know what? I said, uh, I said, I'm just waiting for the right time for Dora Adams strike. You know, and my, my my first team wow. that I think I think the first team that Dora Adams probably going to predict is the Cowboys. Hey, just <laughs> tell Paul I got lunch for him. <laughs> I got lunch wherever he wants. I will buy him lunch. <laughs> take the, he'll take that crick right out of your neck, <laughs> straighten right out. Uh, <sighs> he doesn't have to predict any any Florida Gator games anymore, so. He he's not he's not even like the only one. He's just the most prominent one. You know what I mean? Like there's other people on your friends list who probably like to attack you in some way, shape, or form over your door. Oh, just keeping them close to the vest. So th- this is this is not going to sound like a serious question, but I was hoping for a serious answer. Well, so with yeah, good luck with that. So good the luck. SEC, as we said, is just Georgia and Alabama, and that's mm-hmm. it. The Big Ten's probably one of the teams are going to get in, whichever kind of. Wait, I, can we just clarify that you're talking about for national championship, right? I'm talking for the playoffs. Oh yeah, I'm just making sure because yeah. pretty much all of those teams that you're discrediting in the SEC would go into the Big Ten and win the championship. So. Yeah, I'm talking get into one of the four teams in the playoffs. Okay, right yeah, I'm I'm clear now. Thank you. Okay, so Bama, Georgia, assuming Georgia doesn't trip up along the way, they're probably going to get in. Okay, the Big Ten, one of those five teams is going to get in. The Pac-12 is probably playing themselves out. The uh, Big 12 may play themselves out this weekend does cincinnati have a chance a real chance yeah sounds like it they can have no hiccups though no none no there they, can they, be no mistakes no missteps no, no they start the american um their american conference schedule this week and i was looking at at, at you know the, the espn kind of power rankings whatever and they said that the team that has the best chance to beat cincinnati is smu mm. let's take that for what it's worth smu was struggling against south florida <laughs> this past weekend so mm-hmm. um the thing is that committee has a lot of big 12 sec people in there i yeah but don't let's 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 also look at that though so yes they have a lot of big 12 people on the committee they also have a lot of people that will be in the big 12 in the next four years and you know who's also going to be in the big 12 the next four years cincinnati that that's true so this could be a start of them bringing them in but my thing is 
right? Because since well, first off, Cincinnati they can't lose a game, and also too like teams that they play in their conference, they're gonna have to beat them by at least two touchdowns in order to gonna, get to get the fourth. They're gonna have to cover every single game. Yeah, every single game. But see, and and here's the thing though. So going on what BJ said earlier is that Florida's gonna beat Georgia. Remember, he it was very proud That's that Florida's right. gonna beat Georgia. That. I, so if you act like it can't happen, you know how these rivalry games are. Shit happens. So, but let, let, let's take that out though. So let's say Florida beats Georgia, screws and everything up. It just completely screws everything up. And then Georgia beats Kentucky, and then Georgia, you know, is the SEC East champion plays Alabama in the West because I don't see how that does not happen. If Georgia loses to Alabama and has two losses, are they in the top four? If one of those losses is to a this this is the chaos. This is the chaos I wait on every year <laughs> something, something crazy like this to happen just throw the whole committee into like coronary mode like just full-on emergency room situation this is i hope for this every year because it's just going to lead to a bigger playoff faster well and and they've already said they delayed the 12 team playoff vote but not the 18 playoff vote <sighs> More chaos, the better off we are. Because I, I don't see two Big Ten teams making it. And it's simple because, I mean, Penn State and, and Ohio State have to play each other. Um, and then the winner of that's going to play Iowa. And then, I mean, Iowa's got to be undefeated. The, you know, the winner of the East has got to be completely undefeated in the conference. And they would have to, to play each other. And it'd be a tight game. And I just, I don't see that happening. I'm thinking about if, if a two-loss Georgia team, will they get in the, the, the college football playoff? Honestly, depend. it depends on how the game goes, right? So let's say, for instance, Georgia loses Florida by field goal, right? And let's say they play a tight game against Alabama. And let's say Bama, uh, you know, beats them by last second Hail Mary or some crazy shit like that. Like the committee's going to say, hey, you know what? If it wasn't for this play, Georgia could have won the game or Georgia was in the game. And I think that that will be the uh, be the determining factor of them getting into the four. So I, I, I can see a two-loss Georgia team getting in. I, the, the thing with Georgia that always that gets me is that Florida has already lost twice. Right. Florida is further down in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're probably going to be 15, 16, 17 when they play Georgia here in a couple weeks. Right. So if you're Georgia and you're two and you lose to a, the number 17 team, you're going to drop to probably five or six. Yeah, SEC team, they dropped to three. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, they might lose and go up. <laughs> Very possible. Very possible. Very possible. That's how shitty most other teams are. Yeah, I love it. I love it because there's not much you can say. Yeah, yeah, they lose bowl games here and there, but that's the thing about football. Any given day, any team can be beaten. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, uh, S- the SEC has that cachet to it. They're like, hey, you know what? You can lose one, maybe lose two. We'll find a way to get you in. I mean, you guys play, you guys pretty much kill each other. That you know, way is money. Like, so. like right. 30 to 40% of your favorite NFL team came out of this conference. Right, exactly. It's probably closer to like a quarter, but yeah. it's crazy. NFL, you and, and Bama, so... And see, and, and that that's that's the piece that I cannot overlook is how much money they would lose if Cincinnati got into the playoffs. Not so much because of Cincinnati, but because of what team was not in the playoffs. How much money these conferences and the NCAA would lose because you know that if Georgia gets in or Oklahoma gets in or whomever, there's going to be T-shirts, there's going to be hats. There's going to be all of, you know, all of that stuff that does not come from Cincinnati. I don't, right. But here's the thing. That's the conference is losing. The NCAA is the one who doesn't want to lose. And they aren't going to lose with an underdog. In there. They are not. The NCAA will not lose. The conferences will lose out. NCAA the, will not lose with an underdog. The, the, the ratings will be better, but the until merchandise ha- sales will not. Until halftime. And they don't care because they've already got their money from the commercials. Exactly. 
And then since they all get slaughtered, we'll go on about business as usual. Two SEC but, teams and a Big 12 team. But it's it, they would lose so much money with merchandising. Yeah, but as, as Yogurt I, said, it's merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. I just hope it's not that. I hope that that doesn't play. Better not play. In. If Cincinnati earns their shot, they better get. It. What do you think they have? If if they 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 beat Notre Dame, no, pretty handily and go no. through and be undefeated. You don't think just, they would deserve it? I, I don't. I don't like it just because of the schedule and who they're playing. Well, you just said you can't. You can't fault them for who they play i i can't but it's it, you look at it and you look at the schedule and it's very hard in my brain like i want to say they did the right thing they won 12 games like <clears> congratulations <throat> they deserve it and then I look at their schedule and it's like who gave them a real like a real test like they've been tested all year at least not since the beginning of the season and and that's also gonna be the thing we talked about you know georgia and the how how they would fall what does Notre Dame do the rest of the season? Because if Who Notre Dame, shit? no, no, I'm, I'm serious about this. If, <laughs> if Notre Dame wins care. out, Notre Dame wins out, that that victory becomes even bigger. Yeah, don't wish that on them. Nobody wants Notre Dame <laughs> to win out. Nobody does. Yeah, but yeah. also SMU is currently ranked. If they keep winning, I mean, they're going to be top twenty, top fifteen, maybe yeah, above Clemson. Yeah, they're already <laughs> above Clemson. I wonder when the last time that was. Uh, probably in '83 when Craig James was taking money under the table. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even allegedly. He, they, he flat out said he was doing it. <laughs> oh no, they got Clemson higher. The coaches poll has Clemson higher. I think the AP poll doesn't even have Clemson ranked. I can't yeah, believe don't. it. I can't believe that. That's crazy. Well, you can't believe that that's they Clemson's still ranked. I can't believe that either. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't believe that they aren't still in the top twenty-five. Is it, when's the last time you saw that? It had I think pre-Dabo, but I mean, it, yeah. Have they looked like a top twenty-five team? No, they don't deserve to be in there. But you know, other people don't either this is true so i don't know i mean it just it, it, you're right bj it's going to be chaos but you're it's probably going to be just the the, the four conferences and that's going to be it yeah I, more chaos better though because you just know they're in their sweat and making these decisions because yeah. with, with twitter and facebook and reddit and everything else the way it is the internet will explode if they mess this up oh yeah and they're almost guaranteed to mess it up like there's mm-hmm. very few right answers at the end of the year for this the fifth team is always going to be pissed off well see and that's the thing i, I know like with basketball jay billis always has a good point it's like everybody complains about you know the, the last few teams that get in teams that got in teams that didn't those teams legitimately don't have really a chance at the at the championship yeah it's great you made the tournament you may win a game or two here or there that's great but you don't doesn't really matter this matters. Yeah, and the fifth team has a much higher chance of yes. being relevant than the 65th team or yes. the 69th team, whatever it is. Now. Whatever number they're up to now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so that's why I understand the struggle with that fifth and sixth team being upset with some of the decision-making that happens. But I feel like that is what's pushed forward the conversation for a bigger playoff. Well, see, and, and that's why I've always said that eight is the perfect number. Because if you're yeah. going to have five power conferences, win your conference. Win your conferencing, you're guaranteed in. And if you don't mm-hmm. like it, well, you should have won your conference. And then you have the top group of five team, whoever that is, whether it's BYU, Cincinnati, whomever, and then you have the top two remaining teams, whomever you're basically, they are. You're taking a third of the ranked teams. I think that's a good amount. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that number. Like, you're, that's a good sample size to get a good playoff, in my opinion. And, and again, I mean, if you don't like it, well, you should have won. Do something about it. Yeah. Right. There are many options over the course of 15 weeks for you to do something about it. Exactly. And it's not going to be, well, who do they play? Who didn't they play? If if you're the top power in your know, top group of five team, you're in. If you win your conference and you're a power five team, you're in. I don't care if you're a Northwestern. I don't care if you're Baylor. You win your conference, you're in. Yep. Then we get, that'll end that whining conversation. Yep. But I won the American Conference. Nobody cares. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. You won the American Conference. Oh, that's great. But um, great. BYU is better. Great. Or, you, get to play, you get to play Oak Park for the championship. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I agree. So, so gentlemen, we'll get to the point of college about we're talking about our picks. These are the good picks. This was this oh. is where we're actually doing good. <laughs> I I don't care if we talk about the NFL picks. I don't give two craps if we talk about the NFL picks. Um, so, BJ, I will say that you and me are about five hundred. Dorian is not. Um, so it is what it is. But we're all within just a few games of each other. So the the first game we have is Oklahoma and Texas for this week. Remember, this is at the Texas State Fair where you can get a fried Oreo dipped in um, ice cream and then with churros on top. My heart just <laughs> my heart just skipped. No, right? My heart stopped right. I think <laughs> I think I just pumped a chunk through. <laughs> oh, sound, floor and shit. It sounds so good. Some people <laughs> some people go to games to get drunk. I go to games to just swim in fried food. It's so like, so tasty. Like, yeah, just like leave the game looking like a glazed donut or something. <laughs> yeah. Grease everywhere. I can eat French fries right now. Matter of fact. All right. So uh, okay. So Texas, who do you Oklahoma. got? Yep. Oklahoma is oh, only favored by three and a half. Yeah, Oklahoma's going to cover that. I got Oklahoma. Dorian? Same. Oklahoma. Yeah, they're covering that. Yeah. Texas and, lost to Arkansas, and you just got done hammering on Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. And see, and, and here's the thing. I mean, this is Oklahoma's toughest game. I mean, oh, for, this, that's, that's not saying much right now. It's not. Like, but, um, this is why. You guys are making my case for me. I'm just, the SEC argument's like a sealed deal. We're talking about two conferences in both of them. This is the this is the toughest game, and like a, a bottom twenty team or mid twenties team. Like so, well. But but again, I go back to my point is you you want to knock on other conferences. The SEC is very, very top heavy. They have Bama, they have Georgia, and then you said yourself, Kentucky. Arkansas beat Texas and they're about to get blown out by Oklahoma. So we'll, we'll we move go. on. We'll move on to the, the loser leaves town game, the um, Arkansas Mississippi game. I've been riding the whole season <laughs> so far with Arkansas. I'm not jumping ship. Man, y'all better beat Mississippi and you better cover. Jeez, it's only a touchdown. So, Dorian? Yeah. Mm, uh, you know what? Huh? Ah, I'm thinking of what I saw when they played Bama. Um, this is probably be the first time. I think BJ is right, man. I'm gonna go with Arkansas. I, th- I think Arkansas will bounce back and get some old miss. Nah, I'm going, I'm going Mississippi. I think Lane Kiffin's got the point. Yeah. You know, and and I think I think Arkansas is just fraudulent. We just got done talking about them that they were ranked high because they beat a bunch of cr- crap teams that had high high profiles oh i'm not talking about their ranking I, I haven't mentioned their ranking once if you go back and listen to the podcast i'm not talking about their ranking they're a tough team they ran into a really good team yesterday or, uh, last week so yeah i don't know if they're gonna be able to stop mississippi but i'm pretty sure they're gonna be able to score much more than they did against you. well they can't score less exactly see that's <laughs> how you make predictions right there <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so funny story about that you know um i'm sure you guys have, have seen the games now recently and they have like a little football for who has possession and so my wife walked in one time she went why does michigan have negative seven points I'm like because they have the football it's not a negative it's the football because <laughs> they're trash that's why absolute trash please tell me you've had this conversation with her about how ohio state lost to oregon who then lost to stanford no not yet not yet it happened not... last last week two weeks ago no it, they they also Sanford on Saturday. On Saturday, are you scared of her? A little. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. The other day, it was hard, hard enough, like to you know, live when they lost to Oregon. I don't want to bring that back up. <laughs> Trying to teach you how to do it. it that's the reason why I'm married and you're not. Yeah, I like twist the knife. I like twist the knife. Twist it. He's just trying to get you killed, AK. Don't yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you like your cow. <laughs> 
So Ooh. the the next game is Penn State and Iowa. This is Ooh. in Kinnick Stadium. Um, I don't know how much you guys follow Big Ten football, BJ. I'm sure you don't care because it's North Carolina Mason Dixon line. Um, but if you have a <laughs> chance, please catch the end of the first quarter of this game. Have you guys heard of the tradition that Iowa has now? So how? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. You just said tradition. Now those things don't make sense. Yeah, you know, well, they just started this. I want to say like four or five years ago. Oh, so they do a thing. It'll be a tradition when your kids are old. Yeah. So. What happens? What happened was just four or five years ago, they built a children's hospital right next to the stadium. Oh yeah, I've and, seen that. And and you know, right kind of like right above the stadium, they have a couple floors that are just all glass, and they bring the kids up during football games, those that can, and so they can watch. Well, when the students were going back for the first game, when they said this, they all kind of get, got together and went at the end of the first quarter, let's all wave to the kids. And so they the student section did it the first time, and then after that, the entire stadium at the end of the first quarter will wave to the children. Children at, at that's pretty cool. Hospital. It is really that's super cool. cool. I think ESPN did something about that uh, yeah. last season, I believe it was something like that. It may have been the yeah. season before because I don't think there were there were fans in the stands last year. But oh, that's right. So I think you're right. I think it was yeah. previously. Yeah, it, it it is super cool. It is super nice to, to watch. So I I do have a thing with Iowa is beware Kinnick Stadium at night. This game's not quite at night. It's at four o'clock, but it'll end at night. Funky things tend to happen at Kinnick Stadium when it's dark. It's just it's a weird vibe they have there mm. so so uh, with all that in mind i know i've trying to sway your pick bj who you're going to this one like defense i'm going to iowa dorian uh same i'm going with iowa phoenix stadium is hard to win yeah i'm worried about i'm worried about penn state having some magic but I like Iowa's defense. Yeah, I'm going with Iowa too. And, and here's the thing with Iowa. I was looking at the schedule. This is it. If they win this game, they are in the Big Ten title game. I mean, they're, they're, every other team left is is trash because they, they play in the West. So, they you know, Wisconsin's down this year and Nebraska's down, you know, and they don't play any, any other big teams from the East. They, they avoid Michigan. They avoid Ohio State. They avoid Michigan State. So th- this is it for them. Penn State, they've got Iowa. They've got Penn State. I'm sorry, they got Michigan State. They got Michigan and they got Ohio State left in the schedule. That's mm. a gauntlet. So um, the, the last game is Georgia versus Auburn. Um, speaking of people who have magic in them, I have no idea how in the God's name Bo Nix completed some of those passes that he completed on Saturday. <laughs> that, that touchdown pass was nuts. <laughs> nuts. I, I, I don't know what to say about that. He ran around in the middle of a bunch of giants. Yeah. They were trying to kill him. <laughs> Juked a couple of them out, wiggled, and was like, that guy's open, and decides to dive towards him and throw it at the same time. Oh, this is yeah. this is a no play. <laughs> Touchdown. Well, it was so funny. I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, okay, he's sacked. Okay, well, he's going to be sacked there. Oh, no, he's going to be sacked there. Okay, he's throwing away. Touchdown. Touchdown, yeah. Damn. And, and I, I texted the group chat for you guys. And and uh, BJ, you were up. You were like, I don't know what just happened. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. You just have to go. <laughs> this is something I'm going to. You just have to go do your own research on that play. Yeah. It, yeah it's, it, do it, your own research. Yes. <sighs> do your research on YouTube. Like everyone else does their research. Yeah, dude. I don't suggest you do it on anything else but this. Yeah. <laughs> So, but with that in mind, do you think that Bonick's going to have magic? (laughs) No, 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 no. Just Georgia covers too. Georgia covers. Yeah. 14 and a half. Yeah. Dorian. Yeah. Got to pick those dogs, man. Bonick's going to be running for his life. Do they cover? (laughs) Uh, Actually. Mm, 15 points. I say, yeah, yeah. Georgia cover. I I had to think about it. Yeah. They'll cover. They'll cover. I think their defense is going to score the points though. I think their their defense is nasty enough that their defense remind me of like the, uh, the, the Ravens of, what was it? I think 
was 2006. Well, yeah, yeah, Rays of 2000. The 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 second year that they went to the, uh, I mean, the second time they went to the Super Bowl when they went up against the 49ers is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Because the, yeah, the Kaepernick year. Yeah, the Kaepernick year because like they're just nasty, like all like from their front seven to their DBs, like it just seems as if like they're capable of if they get an interception, they're capable of taking it to the house, man. Like I really like Georgia's defense. Yeah, I'm picking Georgia to win. Um, I'm waffling on on the spread. I mean, it's just get it, off the fence. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, Auburn to like at least beat the spread. Okay, all right. So Georgia okay. wins, Auburn beats the spread. Though. Yeah, we'll go with that. But all right. and, and talking about Georgia's defense, I've yet to see a defense as good as that 2001 Miami Hurricane defense. Georgia is close, those years. but that, well, yeah, it's just depressing now. But <laughs> shut up, BJ. Don't say nothing. I don't need to. It says it itself now. <laughs> <laughs> it used to need it, it, the, the U used to need me to describe that they aren't really that great or they're terrible or they're just got a shitty organization now it just does it all itself like it's not ESPN's got it now yeah they drug you yeah they drug you they drug you guys for a decade trying to prop you guys up it didn't work and they just stopped and they just they stopped, stopped. They're, they're like they're like put them on the Ocho <laughs> it's like what channel Miami plays on today? ESPNU. Oh, hey. y'all are y'all are about to be on the ACC network too. Yeah, <laughs> man, talk about fall from grace, man. So I mean, who who gets fired? No, fall, fall implies like you. It might have been slow. You guys kind of like rocketed into the ground. There's more like you had propulsion. On the- no, we no, we didn't Florida State thing. No. I mean, we, no, we fallen a lot. I don't no, know. bro, we didn't Florida how, State. That's how many well, times I, you, you know, how many times you morons got to pay players and figure out that it's legal. And then well, you okay. mess yourself up so bad while it's illegal that you can't even function now that it's legal. Well, okay. No, 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 no. Dorian's got a point. Dorian's got a point because Florida State's been been good more recently. So Florida so, State just fell off a cliff because Jimmo fucked that up. And then... Yeah, but if you let Miami players tell their university is so much higher than Florida State that, see what I'm saying? There's a height difference in the drop. Yeah, well, you could say the same thing about Ohio State and Michigan, but Michigan players don't you know, poop in coolers, so... Mm. Mm, that sounds like oh. a Texas thing. No, no, it was Ohio State fans. <laughs> Ohio State. I read about that. Ohio's like Ohio's like North Texas though. It's like Texas with more rust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man those those buckeye fans listen to this podcast oh look at the kill when you know so i don't really care <laughs> if they're listening to us their season is really shit listen to us just shred them uh, well you know after you know seeing how how one buckeye fan responded to a professional uh, media member like uh, maybe not well, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was classic <laughs> Yeah. I, oh, yeah. What kind of gun are you going to put in your mouth when they make championship? Yeah. That's an that's an interesting statement from a uh, that was an email I believe too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was an email from a state farm representative. It's <laughs> in it from his work email. Mm, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Well, I'm just a big Ohio State fan. You're a moron. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. He's probably still moron. salty. He's probably still salty because because uh, Brentman Murphy is the, the same guy that broke the, the Zach Smith oh. trade or story. So yeah. sensitive subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Bama fans were bad. Mm. Oh no, no, no. No, Bama fans just don't have anything else to live for. Ohio State fans are just living the sea of sadness. That's that's why I know they've been paying these Alabama players for years because there's nothing for miles around that. 
forest. Nothing. No. Nothing. Nothing. It's like it's like a hole in the middle of the forest. Yeah. You know, and Gainesville's bad, but not that bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You, you go you go east you go east or west out of town. It gets a little sketchy. Oh yeah. And north. And that area. North, north's the worst. <laughs> yeah. North's the worst. <laughs> I tell you. Between Gainesville, Tallahassee, that's no man's land there, man. Boy, if you are on 75 in Florida and you're north of Gainesville, stay on 75. Don't get out of your car until you get Georgia. (laughs) Get out of your car in Valdosta. Pee, walk, get gas, whatever you need to do. Don't stop anywhere in between Gainesville and Valdosta. There's nothing there. There's nothing there but a shitty east-west interstate that has potholes the size of VW bugs. (laughs) True facts. Yes, bad over there, man. Oh, I just had to drive that. Oh, it's a terrible ride. Ooh. I know I, I know I messed the suspension in that truck up. I know yeah, I well, did. We've got friends that live up there too. <laughs> I got family members live up there, and let's just say <laughs> they come here to visit because yeah. <laughs> we ain't going up there. <laughs> when, when I was no, little yeah. and we moved down here, my mom said, You want to go further in the south, go north. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I've had people Boy. tell me. I have people tell me anything south of Jacksonville uh, is pretty much. Well, I can't repeat what they said, but yeah, what your what your mom said is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll yes. see you catch the drift, but they yes, yes, yes. Anything everything you're thinking. Yes, <laughs> yes, everything, everything. <laughs> if God were to give the world an enema, the tube would be placed roughly in that area. Yeah. Right up Palaka. Right up. Oh my God. Oh man, I want to say so many things about Palaka. God, that'd have been the perfect place for nuclear tests. Maybe it was. Who knows? Oh man. Best thing about Palaka is the damn Zaxby's. Best thing about Palaka is it can go through it quickly. Yeah. But I'm hitting that Zaxby's though. You do that. I can't believe they have an East. Palatka. It's like you guys big enough to have an East Palatka? Like, crazy. Well, Palatka, Palatka smelled so bad they just moved some of the people east and called the East, east. Palatka because they're too dumb to name it anything else. <laughs> I'm gonna get shot. I'm moving in with y'all. <laughs> We're gonna take a break before BJ just says something completely bad. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports. And on Twitter, it's Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. So as much as BJ doesn't want to talk about it, we do, we do have to talk about the NFL. No, nope, we, we stopped. <laughs> nope, we stopped taking NFL picks. We don't do that anymore. Um, but, okay, well, let's at least talk about the NFL. Let's let's talk about how Dorian's team is going to be looking for a new coach here shortly. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. He I'm needs to quit, happy. He needs to quit grabbing girls like bowling balls. What he needs to do. <laughs> you know what? Somebody should come up with, with the new, like, dance, like, like the Urban Meyer dance. How you just sit up what? there and just let the girl just sit there in front of you. You just kind of move a little bit. He wasn't, dude. He wasn't. Have you seen the alternative angle? He, really, he, he wasn't, wasn't letting anything happen. Right. He had that girl like a bowling ball. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. Doing the doing the shocker on someone that's not your wife is just a bad idea. Like, if he had forgotten to wash his hands before he went home, she would have known anyways. <laughs> And is that not the most awkward pose? He looks like he's trying to keep her off, or like like he's trying to keep him off her. Then you look at the other angle, and it's like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) And the worst part is. Probably the worst part was actually listening to Stephen A. Smith today. Oh, what an idiot talking about (laughs) soothe himself. Go home home and soothe yourself. You don't have to go to a bar and pick a girl up like a suitcase. 
Hey, man. <laughs> I bet I bet you she was sore as fuck the next morning. Just from that right there. Did you guys find out? Well, I'm not gonna say her name, but did you guys see what her name was? Why aren't you gonna say her name? She's the one. Don't who didn't say her, her name. She didn't delete her account fast enough. She's out there. She's out there with a, a celebrity, a celebrity in the area that she lives that is married. She's a whore. Yeah. And let's not forget that not only is he a celebrity nationwide, he's a celebrity in that area. That was his restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. That was his fucking restaurant. Yeah. Everybody that knows Urban Meyer to that level knows he's married. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's one thing to do that kind of stuff if you're winning. Okay, fine, whatever. You, you and your wife deal with it. But when you just lost a game and 0-4 and you look like trash and you send the team back to Jacksonville and you stay behind to do that kind of crap? No. Yeah. You'd have been smarter that was a just go get, man. You'd have been much smarter to just go find a hooker. Because yeah. <laughs> well, you maybe he tried. Oh, maybe man. the players wouldn't hook him See, up. I mean, that was all I got are these one liners, but you guys have attracted a liberal audience. I'm gonna get us no audience. <laughs> I'm just like it's not cool. Like you know he's married, and like all these you know ladies don't like the word whore, but they exist. Well, and you know what see, I mean. Well, like, give me another word to describe. Well, here here is the thing though. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of an open secret that they have kind of an open marriage because he's not the only one that does this kind of crap. Oh, it's kind of yeah. like love thy neighbor, but don't get caught. Don't get caught. You guys, you guys lead me <laughs> down a bad road. <laughs> I'm about to just pull over. And, I'm about to pull over and wait for you to come back. Nah, keep driving. <laughs> No. <laughs> the, no. the, rum, the rumor was when he was at Columbus is that his quote-unquote heart condition was that he couldn't handle his lover going to his wife and telling her that what they were doing and and also him knowing that she was banging some tennis instructor. Why is it always a tennis what? instructor? Yeah, and then when he... Um, He's probably got K-Swiss on. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and the woman was he also did of Florida. And that's why I, I sent the joke when it happened. It was, why does that girl look like, a, look like a younger version of his wife and every other girl of Florida? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm telling you. They print those women somewhere in Alachua County. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the step of girlfriends. They just manufacture my, them. <laughs> my freshman year in college, I went up there and hung out with some of our old classmates. And uh, mm, just mm. look around and be like, are y'all y'all sisters? <laughs> I hear that about the South, but this is crazy. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not kidding. They all look at the same. And they all look like that girl that was dancing on Urban. Blonde hair mm-hmm. and it's either dark or blue eyes. Those are the yeah. only two answers. Yep. Yep. They're friendly, too. Uh, yeah, hush, clearly. Hush, 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 hush. <laughs> I ain't saying that to get myself incriminated for my wife. I'm saying they're friendly. That's it. <laughs> But the, the fact of the matter is, again, if you want to, if you want to do stupid stuff like that, and you're winning, and you're improving the team, you know, okay, fine, that's between you and your wife, whatever. Mm. You don't do it with an 0-4 team when the team has already kind of given up on you. Because exactly. it wouldn't surprise me if one of the players that stayed behind and videotaped them. Yeah. Not every girl likes the shocker. If the girl that likes the shocker, then they gotta give her the shocker when she's there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So <laughs> if they have an open relationship, I can kind of understand where Urban's coming from. Like, look, if she likes it, I got to love it. <laughs> but, but again, that's the point, though. If if you were three and one, even two and two, okay, Shari Khan can look the other way. It's no big deal. <laughs> I but... love this. I love how it's a scandal when they're losing. But if he's like picking something, <laughs> oh, my God. It, but am I Go, wrong? If he's, if he's going to third base with a winning record in the middle of a bar, this is all okay. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> he can still hold his youth football camp in Jacksonville. Won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I'll I'll say this, right? So all right, so with so with Urban and everything's going on, I just think that like, dude, you could have like like at least like had her meet you at a hotel or something, but you're like wide in the open, like you didn't give a fuck. So that's why I'm like, did he did he deliberately like say, you know what? Fuck it. If it happens, it happens. No, he's just a dirty old man. Think about think (laughs) think about this. Let's talk about this. He had a linebacker in college who fired an AK 47 into an occupied dwelling, sat him for some directional school and started him the game after that. If he's capable of that thought process, what else is he capable yeah. of? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I want to know what he knew about Hernandez because you don't tell me people like that go around no warning sign. Right. Hey, Deshaun Watson did, allegedly. Verdict's still out on that. I just don't know. Where are the people <clears throat> from South Carolina saying finger in that? Do you think it just materialized in Houston? Yeah, I, I, that's my point. It doesn't yeah. seem, there's nothing coming out of South Carolina. Right. That seems weird to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't like talking about the Deshaun Watson because I don't know anything about it. I don't know enough. There's no information. The police don't know shit. The lawyers don't know anything. One lawyer seems like he's full of shit. The other one seems like he's stretching things out. It's one of the worst. Like I could imagine having to do public relations for Deshaun Watson right now. Yeah. That's the guy chewing on a gun. Yeah. yeah. So, but there, there were actual football games played over the week. I don't care. I don't want to talk about the NFL. We just talk about. It. <laughs> I'm 0 for 8 in the last two weeks. Oh, my God. I got the combined record of the Jags and the Lions. Segway. Let's to go get it over with. Yeah. Rip the we're scab off and running. tell everybody how stupid we are again. At least we admit it. Those chodes on ESPN act like they never made that stupid-ass pick. Well, and are we at least doing better than the folks on ESPN? Nope. Nope. Not, yeah, not, with, not with NFL. But here's, here's what's really funny. We actually keep track. Yes. Yeah. Unlike, yes. The, uh, yeah, unlike the folks at the ESPN who don't keep track. You know, we, we keep track of just how crappy we are. So no matter how stupid we are, we're going to let you know. You can laugh with us while we laugh at us also. So, uh, and BJ, you actually got two games right this past week. Hell yeah, I paid somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the first game we'll, we'll pick is the, the Rams versus Seattle. Um, the, the Rams just look, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, terrible against the yeah. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I don't want to say the Cardinals are that good, but have they given us any reason to believe they aren't? Yeah. You know, I mean, the Rams just had a, a good game with Tampa. Tampa's a solid team. However, you'd figure Matthew Stafford would have eaten a lot more with like, what, three corners gone? Yeah, you would have you thought so. You'd have thought so, especially with the offensive line, decent running game, and a bunch of good receivers. But I, I saw an interesting stat on, on Arizona. Um, the past four teams that have had 400 yards of offense and they have gone 4-0 in the first four games have all gone to the Super Bowl. None of them won, but they've all gone mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, interesting. was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, but even coming off that, the Rams are a one-and-a-half point favorite in Seattle. I'm saying the Seahawks because uh, I think it's going to bring the Rams down and keep them nervous now. Going from being a one-point favorite or a two-point favorite on the Bucks. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, so I think... I think it's the, even. The part, it was even. It was even when we when we started picking. I think it finally ended up that the Bucks were one-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. And um, the Rams dominated that game. But I feel like Russell Wilson kind of takes away some of what makes Aaron Donald great. Pressure up the middle. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and that's the thing. I mean, like with Brady, you put pressure up the middle. Brady's not exactly mobile russ is yeah yeah he'll slide yep roll out do whatever it takes and yeah. so i mean doing we'll, we'll get your pick in a minute but i, I do want to get thoughts on somebody else who isn't mobile and that's big ben is he Ooh. just done yeah he's he's done he's trying to <clears throat> hold on to that little bit whatever it is he thinks he has in the tank because there was a play i don't know if you saw this but it was a play to where he was trying to do 
a play action with Najee Harris. And even that looked unorthodox. It was just like a weird, like, kind of like, hey, I'm going to fake it to you and throw it. It was just, he, he just seems as if he's like out of sync. Maybe I think he's thinking ahead to retirement, you know, and, and if that's the case, I think that he should have a conversation with uh, uh, with Tomlin and just let him know, hey, man, like, I ain't trying well, to put on the team, but. T- Tomlin, Tomlin actually spoke the truth today because I asked him, like, who's your quarterback who gives you the best chance to win? And he said, Ben gives us the best chance to win. And the sad thing is, he's right. Because who else, who else do they have? They have Mason Rudolph, and we all know, you know what that is. I mean, put him out there with Miles Garrett and really find out. And they have Dwayne Haskins, who's who's great as long as he's not under pressure. And the receivers are wide open. So, yeah, Ben well, is So the are best. we. <laughs> That's yeah. the point. If you put the red jersey on me and don't guard anybody, I'm going to show you something. <laughs> so, okay, so, so I asked you guys this. So you got Big Ben. He gives you the best chance to win, but he's not playing to, you know, to he's not Big Ben like he used to be, right? Yeah. Do you take a chance to reach out to Cam Newton? I almost think you kind of have to. Why? I mean, so you can get, you trade one truck in with 180,000 miles for another one's got 150? Well, I mean... <laughs> I think so you're doing. Get, yeah, I mean, and the I mobility to, factor, though, bro. You have Bill, to you have to bring him in to see what he has in the tank. Belichick and, couldn't figure out how to use him. No, I, well, Belichick didn't want to use him. Belichick just picked him up just as a band aid because he knew he had to get somebody else, and he got Mac Jones. He was like, Belichick knew that he was gonna get was, was going to get rid of Cam Newton. It was just a matter of. So you're telling me the greatest coach of our lifetime pulled the Jacksonville Jaguars and just put a band aid on something until they could draft a fix? Oh, uh, to in, in the quarterback position, yes, I think that he, he the quarterback position. He band-aid the quarterback position. Yeah, I do. Jaco- so going after Jacoby Brissett would have been a much better band-aid than Cam. I felt like he. Yeah, I agree. He, I felt like he saw something and Cam would use it. I agree. The thing about it is though, I just think that. But also too, Cam was a lot cheaper than Jacoby Brissett. Well, he signed Cam to what one year, like one million dollar deal. Well, and that's the thing. Like the year that that Brady left, they still were not spending any money in free agency. They right. just started spending money in free agency, and it hasn't panned out because they have Mac Jones. Um, but they traditionally do not spend money. So yeah, Dorian, I think you got a point is Cam was cheap. Jacoby was not. Um, and the, the thing with Pittsburgh is, you know, to your point in, in question about Cam, you know, I'm thinking about it more. Does it make sense? You you know, your team is trash this year. You know, you need a new quarterback. You know, Roethlisberger is going to be gone. Um, you know, Haskins is just pathetic. Rudolph will maybe give you four or five wins. Do you just go, you know what? Fuck it. Ben, just ride off to the sunset, finish the season. If you win two games, great. If not it's okay because the less games you win the higher a draft pick goes up who's coming out that's the thing there's nobody like there's, there's no quarterbacks this year no very few it's I not the year to do that two. i'm saying they don't have a choice though fourth round pick for gardner Minshew. get it done it's not a, not a bad idea i mean you know, uh, he's sitting at, he's third he's third on the depth chart behind a statue like flacco the guy might not be perfect but he's at least ryan fitzpatrick magic like yeah. he's yeah. that level and i guess my question is who's handled the quarterback situation better Pittsburgh or Green Bay? Uh, Green Bay's still playing. Yeah. Green Green Bay's still functional. But Green Bay, yeah. Yeah, but still, he's functional. I don't know if it's a fair comparison. Because Ben looks terrible, but that's Ben looks Green terrible. Bay. Green Bay actually has an exit strategy. They know Aaron Rodgers is going yes. to leave. Yes, there's going to be a Marino like void behind Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, and yeah. let's let's just face the facts. Miami has not been good since Marino left. Yeah, no, <laughs> God, it's no. it took I mean, the Bills like, forever to recover from Jim Kelly leaving. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. unless you have an exit strategy, you're you're toast. Think about it. Uh, Cowboys had no real help with the quarter position until Romo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Quincy Carter looked like he might have been 
doing something but cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine to get you. I mean, really, Ask the Rick only James. Rick James, bitch. <laughs> cocaine is hell of a job. Yes. But I mean, really, the only teams that have done the quarterback transition well have been Green Bay, going from Favre to Rodgers, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. Peyton to Andrew Luck. And I can't think of anyone really else. Uh, Montana to Young. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so the, the, the list years is, ago. Yeah. But the list is bad. And that's the problem. <laughs> if you don't have an exit strategy, if you don't have someone kind of up and coming, in trouble. Be, yeah. You're, you're in trouble for a decade. Yeah. Unless you, unless you make something happen, unless you go get a draft picker. I mean, you're going to have to make, you're going to have to fix it. You, yeah. You're not just going to stumble across a quarterback to fix this. You're going to have to go actively do something about this. And see, and, and that's that's kind of the question is, okay, so to your point of do you bring Cam in, do you bring Jacoby Brissett in, is that the right move for the future? Yeah, it might make you better this year instead of four wins, you'll get seven or eight. Is it really what you want? Because then you're kind of mediocre, you have a mediocre draft pick, and you're just kind of, you're on that mediocrity treadmill. Whereas if you just go, you know, fuck it, let's just, let's roll the dice, and if we get Josh Rosen, okay, fine, we must well get Kyler Murray. Yeah. <clears throat> Think about Pittsburgh is that they, they're so used to, like, making it into the playoffs being close I, for Mike Tomlin's sake I don't think that he has he has enough years to be able to yeah, uh, he's have got a the, losing he, season yes he does he's built he's cred he's, yeah, got, he's, he's built got credibility he's got enough capital to have a couple of years to figure this out it's going to be it might be ugly and nobody's going to like it and the fans because are going to scream but the ownership Pittsburgh ownership has historically stuck with winning coach well and, and here's the deal is everybody knows that this is not on Tomlin didn't like, it go from Chuck Knoll to Bill Cowher yeah Bill Cowher to yep. Tomlin yeah mm-hmm. They stick by winners, man. Tomlin's got some capital like Adams. Yeah, you know, and it 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 would take multiple horrible seasons for Tomlin to be fired because this situation, nobody is pointing the finger at Tomlin, and that's not Tomlin's fault. I bet you could do a five and twelve, followed up with an eight and eight, be just fine the next year. Yeah, but in the AFC North. It's getting tough. You think you think they'll they'll be able to manage without a functioning quarterback? That's that's my only thing. Oh no, they're going to have problems. Yeah, they're not, sure. they're not going to make the playoffs for the next five years. They're in the wrong division not to have a quarterback. Every yeah, team yeah. in that division's got an established quarterback. Burrow's working on it. Yeah, yeah. well, and Baltimore has a running back at quarterback, but they win. They win. <laughs> yeah, so you like, know, we've been saying that about him, but Hollywood Brown killed not last week, the week before, killed him, killed yeah. him dropping ball. So he can't hand it off. He's got to throw it. They got to help now. Hollywood would brown made an amazing touchdown catch this week lamar laid it out there for him to go get and then he laid out and got it so that was but his receivers have to help him and that's kind of been the story since he's been in the league is he's not the most accurate so he's going to need some help got a cannon though yeah but but to that point i mean they they consistently win baker's up and coming in cleveland burrow looks like he's the real deal <laughs> burrow looks like the real deal if he can do that in cincinnati geez yeah Right. So yeah, Pittsburgh. I mean, they're 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 done for for five years. I mean, it's gonna take them a while to rebuild because my guess is Ben's gonna gonna go off to the sunset this year. They're gonna get a nice shiny draft pick and they're going to kill him. Tell you what, if I were them, I would pack. You know, this would be unpopular opinion with the Steelers fans if there are any. I would package a draft pick and Minka Fitzpatrick because of his contract size to move up in the draft to get the guy I wanted when he was failing. Yeah, if whether that be next year or the year after. Because I mean, let's let's not overlook the fact that their offensive line is trash. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't help when a quarterback can't move left or right and you put him behind a crap offensive line. Yeah, because if y'all remember, we talked about Najee Harris going there in the draft. and like, oh, that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. The problem is they don't have a line to open holes for him. No, he's turned into their best receiver. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. yeah, you know, is it is it true when they say that you know the the historic teams when they do bad, it kind of like brings 
teams down the NFL, like 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 the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, like Dallas Cowboys, like the, like the teams who are like pinnacle in the NFL. If they're not doing well, it seems as if it puts a damper on the NFL season. You hear that with both college and the NFL. It's like, oh, NFL is great when when Pittsburgh and Dallas and the Giants are good. College is great when Michigan, Ohio State, and USC are good. I don't think it really matters anymore because we're, we're going to watch the games anyway. I mean, I think and it's it, not the only games on TV anymore. Yeah, we have access to more games. Whereas Dallas versus Pittsburgh would have been featured and shut down everybody else's market. So it was kind of forced onto our older siblings and parents. Whereas we have choice. Yeah. And and that's the thing when, when I hear people say, well, you know, college football is great when Notre Dame is good. Why? I mean, what 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 do they bring to the table? You know, the NFL right. is great when, when Pittsburgh is good. Why? I mean, New England's been good for 20 years. I mean, yeah. they, no one's really seemed to care. Well, I mean, they're just kind of up there by themselves. Yeah. Nobody cares. And, and, <laughs> and really no one, because I mean, if you look at New England, it's New England in that area, and then you got the New York teams, and that's just a hell of shit. And still, no one cares. You got the Giants this week. Oh, that's a win. I'm glad y'all are saying I ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are they playing he is, in Dallas? What's that? Are they in Dallas? I don't even know. Don't care. Don't he, care. He's not picking them. <laughs> yep. Nothing to do. I just watch Cowboy games. That's all I do. <laughs> he doesn't want Doradamas to come out. He doesn't want any picks to come out. No. Doradamas predicts that the. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go curse the Jaguars if you fuck. <laughs> well, Why they're already cursed? No, 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 no. I'm gonna go curse you. A hundred years, you will never. Your children will never see a winning season. Your grandchildren will spend half of their lives no winning season. Oh my God, it'll be great. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all the way down to Miami and go curse the U too. Wait, 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 wait. I, I think you're onto something. That's why Shad Khan wants Urban to stay. He wants them, that team to completely tank and move them to London. London. <laughs> There's been rumors of that. People shot it down, but anything is possible, man. Well, because no one showed up for the games, even right. before COVID. Right. <laughs> it was the same before COVID happened. I mean, that was the thing. Like last year, you know, hey, the Jackson, the, the Jaguars have 2,000 you know, fans in the stands. Okay. Is that like news? <laughs> yes, it was. They doubled the attendance from the game previous. <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie, there was a there was a Rays game in in 2019 where the attendant for the Tampa Bay Rays they were leading their division was 1,700 people. Oh man, man. see, it'd have been worth the 10 bucks to get in that game, and then you could have run laps and worked out around the stadium. You could just bust the laps around the field, the stadium. <laughs> great. It was and you could have, I mean, you could have watched a baseball game if you wanted. Yeah, it was just, it was bad. Yeah. Look, who, what, what makes you think of sports in Jacksonville other than the Jaguars? Nothing. 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 The only thing that happens occasionally is they'll host part of the NCAA tournament. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. The Florida Georgia games there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the cocktail. Doesn't both of those events do not belong to Jacksonville. They are just hosted in Jacksonville. That's the term. Yeah, true. It's not a sports town. No. I don't know how it got picked. Money. Uh, yeah. Money. But I did hear like, <clears throat> Uh, individual saying how like you know if the Jaguars were to move they were talking about uh like maybe having it in more like a central location like in the south like maybe somewhere in Alabama or something like how that. How much further south are they going to get to Jacksonville? Why do you want to go to Alabama? We just because talked about the, the t- there's nothing in Alabama. Alabama doesn't deserve it. I agree. They, they don't act right. They have yeah. a professional team. It's the Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. Right. I agree. But I mean it was just speculation. I think that if it were to move it will either be in London which I don't see how the games would work you know 
playing that. Logistically, having one team overseas is a pain in the ass. If you have multiple teams overseas, then the scheduling becomes a lot easier. They did that with the World League many, many years ago. They had teams over in Europe and teams over here. We actually still have my Orlando Thunder shirt from way back when. And they would, yeah, I know. But they would they would fly over to Europe and play over there. And typically, what they would do, they would do like two or three games in a row over there, so the teams wouldn't have to fly back and forth. So you can do it when there's multiple teams. It's hard to do when it's just one team. What about uh, what about an expansion team in San Diego? They just lost the they, team. They they couldn't support the one they had. They wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't back the team to get a stadium. Absolutely so not. No. Boo! <laughs> Shitty idea. <laughs> You have to skip the next idea. Next time we're asking for ideas, you don't answer. No, I'm just I'm just thinking like what what other cities because okay because they're they're not just gonna like get rid of the Jaguars. I mean they're here to stay. It's just a matter of if they're gonna move out of Jaguars. Yeah, they're not gonna be contracted although they should be. Right, they're not gonna be contracted. So. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, relegated, let him play Alabama for two years, put him in the SEC. <laughs> you guys go back to school because you're garbage. <laughs> oh, hell, we're, we're exporting our garbage. You know, th- this is the week of the London game that we're talking about. London. And they send the Falcons and Jaguars? <laughs> no, 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 relations. The, that... the Jaguars. No, 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 no. It's the Falcons and the Jets. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anybody over there care about this game? I, I I wanted I was watching the NFL Network on Sunday, and I wanted them to be truthful with their advertising. It's like, why for London? The Falcons of the Jets. We're sorry, sorry, we suck. <laughs> no, they, if you're trying to advance the sport somewhere, they need to feel like a division game or something. Yeah. They need to feel they need to feel it. The genuine dislike for each other, so they can hear the pads clacking throughout the stadium. That's what they need. It, not not the Falcons and the Jets. I mean, because no. the Falcons find ways to lose, and the Jets are just pathetic we need to find nfl twitter and apologize to them. we need to write something <laughs> as americans we're sorry that we're sending dumpster fire to your country and that you have to witness such poor performance of a great sport it's pretty much like us watching mls all the time we're sorry yeah we're, we're just sorry we're sorry we understand though the, the falcons the jets because we have to like even when they send us their washed up soccer stars they're freaking awesome when they get here yeah and we just send them garbage back well we how, are how we american are americans yes. how american <laughs> <laughs> so hmm. anyways n- now that we've gone off on that tangent we'll get back to our pick because we don't um, want to do this <laughs> <laughs> so dorian who do you have between the rams and, and the seahawks um i think the rams will bounce back i'm picking the rams picking against russ yeah i'm, I'm not picking against russ in nope. seattle nope so the next game is green bay and cincinnati whoever thought we'd be picking this at, you know you got super douche versus uh joe burrow so green bay's favored by uh, three and a half i'm telling you the mustache the haircut and the holdout equals green bay victory do you think they cover yes okay. the, le- the level of douche enough douchiness has been sufficient throughout the first part of the season but I believe they will cover the spread because Aaron Rodgers will be on fire because the level of his deuciness is equally proportionate to his play. It's the same. So, you know, okay. So as long as he's still dating his Hollywood girlfriend, he'll, he'll be a douche and be fine. I'm not bringing her into this. I'm just saying haircut, mustache, hold out, super douche, victory. Okay. <laughs> 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 you, you think they make the Super Bowl with Super Douche? I mean, he's he's on the path to do it. I, I don't know what else he could do besides like wear uh, traditional Japanese clothing. <laughs> Maybe like a kimono or something. Like, yeah, if you start doing that, it'd be, I mean, cultural appropriation would sprinkle up the douchiness a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what else could he do. 
he could start. I mean, he could open up a restaurant and grab the patrons like bowling balls. <laughs> so I, 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 if we're gonna do that, I'm gonna bring that up. So d- does Urban just like go a little bit west on I-10 and go from Jacksonville to Tallahassee? Nah, he won't do that. Well, I mean, the girls aren't pretty enough. What what won't he do? And yes, that's part of it, Adam. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a oh, this is gonna get me in trouble too. But there's a Florida difference in an FSU. Difference. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, but um, yes, that's a, that's a thing. That's a thing. I can prove it with pictures. Oh man! And you oh. can't go by what they show you at the football game. They're selected. They're selected to be on TV. So let's just get that out of the way. You got to get on the campus. Oh man! Yeah, you got a I'm point just, there. I'm telling you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. Green Bay or Cincinnati there. Dorian, what you thinking? Uh, got to go with AA Ron. Plus, I don't, I don't see uh, the secondary of the uh, Bengals having an answer for Deion for uh, yeah. What secondary does? Yeah, and, and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think, I think Burrow keeps up. I think it, it's a high scoring game. I just, I think Green Bay covers. Yeah, I think I feel like that too. Probably by probably ten, two, two scores. Mm-hmm. Why do we not have a line on the uh, Chargers Steven games? Because the tra- because the Chargers played last night and the line wasn't up this morning when I made the the sign. Now I can try to pull it up. Now, but there was. I was, just, I was just going to check. I was just wondering. I, I wasn't yeah. sure if there was some reason for that. And there was. No. Yeah. The the Chargers played last night, so it takes Vegas a little bit to take that into account for the line. So, and I made this before my my meeting, so I didn't quite have that. Um, but as of right now, the Chargers are a one and a half point favorite. So we'll. Hmm. Hmm. And it's in LA, if that makes a difference. It doesn't matter. There's probably more Browns fans than the Chargers fans. The hell, the game last night, there were more Raiders fans than Charger fans. And uh, it was in LA. If you'd watched the Cowboys game that was in LA, that was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy the amount of noise that was there for the Cowboys. Well, and that's, you know, going back to what Dorian was saying about San Diego, LA just, they don't care. I mean, they're, if they're you're not, to... if you're not Lakers level success, they don't give a flying crap. No. I mean, not the Dodgers, maybe the Dodgers, maybe. Yeah. Yes, they do come out for the Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers and Lakers. Not the Lakers. I mean, not not the Clippers. Not nope. the Kings. Nope. Sure. In USC, when USC is doing things, they'll come it's out. Good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah, but not typically. No. Did they ever come out for UCLA basketball back in the nineties when they were when Ed O'Bannon was there? Yeah, and uh, Charles Not, Urbana, not like they do for USC football. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even sure that they came out when UCLA was was doing their thing back in the sixties. Chargers are kind of winning despite their club, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with the Chargers on this one. I want to say Cleveland, but I can't lie, Odell didn't have the debut I thought he would or hoped he would yeah um, I like the Chargers too. I like I like what they do on defense. I think uh, I think Bosa is going to give uh, the offensive line on the Browns trouble. Yeah, I mean, it's just to me, the the Chargers have had two really great games back to back, and I think it's hard to kind of get back up. Um, so I, I'm I'm picking Cleveland and BJ. Your point that it's going to be almost like a home game for Cleveland without being in the sea of sadness there in Ohio. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's because it's in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That's just all you need to know. I need to know, but I think I I hope think hope that Nick Chubb has a has a big game. The Browns defense is just nasty too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I think the past two games totally have given up thirteen points. Getting the pressure. Yep. So and we'll end with probably the game of the week: Buffalo and Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to pick against Kansas City, but they do not look as fluid and well put together as the Bills do. Somebody mm-hmm. called us earlier in the year. Oh wait, it was all three of us. Yeah, we saw this coming. I'm gonna say the Bills and. Um, um, but who who would have thunk it? It's not the offensive line. It's the terrible defense plaguing the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens when you put all your money in a hard cap league on one side of the ball. Damn it. Yeah. Same thing, you know, man. The I, whole uh, math thing. I know it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm picking Buffalo, too. 
Um, again, the Chiefs defense, they're suspect. They can't – I think they only have, what, three sacks, I think, so far in the season? Three or four sacks. Oh, and, and if, yeah, and I'm saying, and, um, and, you know, if you're not putting pressure on Josh Allen, he's going to pick you apart, and he can run. I look at it this way. The defense can't slow a team down enough to allow the best offense in the league to win a game. Not even just enough. A punt. All they need is a damn punt. If they're trading, if they're trading points and they get the other team to punt, Kansas City wins most of those games. Well, I remember back in the day when, when Manny was in, in Indianapolis, that was kind of how it, how it was. The defense was just good enough to, ha- to to take the pressure that the offense put on the other team to have a punt here or there or, or a field goal instead of a touchdown. And they were just good enough to, to be good. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's not. Not at all. I mean, they're just not. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Buffalo doesn't have like superior talent, but they have good enough talent. And their defense has improved. They, yeah. they made some changes. And their defense up, has- Kansas City's given up 150 rushing yards a game almost 300 passing yards a game. That's just pathetic. That is not a recipe for success. No. Mm. So, I mean, I'm hoping we have a good week this week. If not, then we'll just prove that we just don't know anything about the NFL even more. That's okay. (laughs) Hey, but don't know about it. We'll let you know. That's we will true. let you know. We keep track. Yeah, we're not bullshitting. No, we might so be we're making these picks, ah, but after yeah, that, no bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so with that, we'll take a break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. And I'm being told we put, we need to do another fantasy minute because reasons. I don't know. Um, but I, I will say this: the, the, my fantasy team in our League of Integrity for Sandlot Sports is two and two. I am proud of the fact that those two wins have come against both of you guys <laughs> you shouldn't be because i'm that. you shouldn't be because i'm one in three i don't care proud of that. dude i don't talk to zo i don't talk to donald i talk to you guys that's all i care about i just <laughs> i just traded for christian mccaffrey i gave up travis kelsey and uh and um who else did i give up i traded for christian mccaffrey and higby for kelsey and dang i don't remember who it was it must not have been a good trade <laughs> It wasn't. I knew I lost the trade. But, oh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I didn't like his inconsistency and he had fumbles in two, three straight games. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. So I got rid of him and I got Christian back and Christian's supposed to be possibly coming back this week. Maybe. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm. we'll see. All of my prime players, they had pretty much a dud this week. And then I lost drunk. He didn't yeah. play. Usually he gets me about 19, 20. He didn't Some, play. Somebody tried to trade you a tight end last week. He said, no, Gronk's my tight end. I mean, I mean, Dallas Goddard did well for me this week. I mean, he got me, what, 14 and a half, 15 points? I mean, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. bad. You're talking about a timeshare tight end, though. Yeah, I mean, I just need him. My, my, what's killing me is Miles Sanders. Like, that guy is killing me. And I don't, and I, I'm debating why if I should play him this week or, or give A.J. Green Man. Uh, my flex. So Miles Sanders is a tough situation right now. Yeah, because uh, what, what is his name? Inwell or whatever that other guy, he's taking this care. And Jalen Hurts starts to like him a lot more, so yeah. Probably, yeah. I don't know what to do for him. All I know is during the draft, I, I picked up Debo Samuel. Um, just that worked speak. well. It oh, worked yeah. extremely well. Yes. Let's say I was pissed when I watched the game. As soon as I saw that bomb, I'm like, Adam's gonna fucking beat me. He's gonna beat. He's gonna beat. Me. I look, it's thirty fucking points. I said I lost. I, I stopped looking at fantasy football. Uh, How the hell was Debo Samuel's thirty yards downfield? The closest people to him were the fans. Dude, I'm like, how you leave him open like that? He just couldn't believe like, it. He's sitting there with his hands up. <laughs> he got caught. So and I'm like, I couldn't Man. believe it. I just, I was stunned watching him sitting there on the sideline. And then he takes off running. I was like, you don't need to do that. 
Exactly. You're okay. Wow. Yeah. Didn't I lose you by 1.3 something points, Adam? Something like that. Yeah. So my season's <laughs> not going well, fantasy football wise. But I'll trade that for a good NFL season. You know, really, realistically, that's what really matters. And yes, mm-hmm. fantasy football is what brings people who don't normally watch football to the games and gets the excitement. And then you find a team. And then that's what really makes makes it fun. Unless you're a Lions fan or a Jags fan, that's just a whole different conversation. But I also all watch, I have is fantasy I, or fairy tale football, as you call it. I, 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 enjoy, right I enjoy it because <laughs> I watch games I normally wouldn't watch. And I've seen things over the year that I wouldn't have seen live had I not been watching. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm not catching on ESPN now because when I get time to watch a decent amount of football, there's I'm checking out different games because of all the players on my team. So that's one thing I like about it is it forces me, not forces me, but encourages me to watch other games that I usually wouldn't spend any time. And I think that's been the innovation of the NFL. No, I think they need to go the full college route and just let you watch every game. Game, but you can watch games that aren't in your area and you can watch how things play out because i'm like right. just, uh, typically like on a sunday if we're home i'll have the nfl network on and i'll be upstairs like watching it with with my two-year-old and he's destroying the playroom and i'm just watching football but they won't just show scoring plays they'll show you kind of how things get set up and they'll yeah. break it down for you and i think that has been a great innovation I, again i think they need to go the full college route and just let you watch every game and not bend four hundred dollars on a package that you may or may not use yeah. There's a trick, man. If you got Direct TV, you just call them every season and threaten them with Comcast, and they'll give it to you for free. I don't have Direct TV. No, I'm just saying, like that's yeah. a trick for any listener that has Direct TV. Threaten them with their uh, biggest direct competition in the area, and they'll give that shit to you for free. But so yeah, of course, for, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I know. I was gonna say just to shift gears for a moment. Um, you know, the NBA is gonna be starting in a couple of weeks. Are BJ you excited about it at all? Or? BJ called this. We'll, we'll get to the excitement, but BJ called this last week. If that if a player refuses to get vaccinated and cannot play due to local restrictions they should not be paid bj yeah. called it and it was like as i was editing the podcast the nba came down with that i was yeah. so proud of him <laughs> well, no you i mean there's certain this isn't the constitution this isn't the government you don't get there's certain rights you don't have with private company no. i'm sorry they want you vaccinated if not go to the euro league but guess what they're probably Oh yeah, yep. we'll shout, so, shout it out. So my thing is for Kyrie, like, oh, well, first off, Andrew Wiggins, he got vaccinated. Curve, make sure he put that out. But for Kyrie, it seems as if Kyrie is trying to, and again, I'm not comparing him. I'm not saying they think the same way, but it seems as if Kyrie is trying to take on a Colin Kaepernick approach to it, and it's like, no, bro, like it's two different things. No, it's because it's, he it's, keeps saying, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's because yeah, it's two completely different things. You got you got Colin Kaepernick, who, while a bad messenger, his message was solid if hey look we got to stop beating you know, defenseless black people in the street versus mm-hmm. Kyrie if I want to have full body autonomy but I don't want women to be able to get abortions so I mean it's you know it's that whole thing and realistically and to your point it's not the government it's not like the police are going to come down and beat you down for not being vaccinated it's private companies and BJ hit a point and I, I think I said it last week is if we want to live in this capitalistic society that we all want to claim as the greatest and we can get into that probably in a different episode mm-hmm. then if we given all these companies the rights you can run your company however you want this is how they choose to run it you can either support them or you yeah. can go somewhere else y'all didn't want to bake a gay couple of cake and now this is what you get yep this is what you get now everybody can make their own decisions now you're butthurt mm-hmm. about it but this is the legislation you wanted passed this is how you wanted it enforced and this is what you get but see, and, and, yeah and that that's always the thing they're always for it when it hurts someone else exactly exactly it's so funny to me yeah funny and sad though you know what i mean like it's funny to see the absurdity in it but it's sad that like i, I made a 
post on a, a comment on a Facebook post this week. It's really easy to see how the dark ages came about. Oh yeah. Like how they just shut down the information. Don't nobody learn anything. All that stuff's scary. And we just lost like argue. I didn't even know the set period, but anywhere between three to a thousand years of science because of this shit. Yeah. It's like yeah. we're having a, a mini dark age. It's only being fought off by semi-intelligent people and intelligent people trying to be like, hey, this is not the way to go. It really feels like we're in a, a mini dark age. And, and here's a question for you. I'm kind of double-edged sword. If if we didn't have the internet now, would things be better or would things be worse? We'd be, we'd be more sensitive as a society, that's for sure. But if we didn't have the internet now, okay, you wouldn't be able to see what's you know how other countries are doing things and how it's like, wait a second, it works over there. Why not over here? And the government could just put a wall around the country. Yeah, it's like a gift and a curse, man, when it comes to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it definitely yeah. needs to be regulated more, that's for sure. So my question to you guys is this. So what should the Brooklyn Nets do with Kyrie Irving? Because you're not going to trade him. Cut bait. Cut bait. Cut bait. Cut bait. Time to move on. Yeah. I mean, realistically, he, he's not going to be available for over 40 games. This is the basketball equivalent of him catching a lure on the bottom of the lake. Just keep tugging on it. Eventually, cut it and go. Yeah. Because at, at this point, he can't play any of the 41 games at home. He also can't play any games against the Knicks. He's not going to be able to play any games against the Clippers, the Lakers, probably, um, and probably missing a few other teams in there. So you're talking, he's going to miss at least 45 to 50 games at a minimum if he if he's completely healthy. It's no not different include, than him being broken or mentally broken the past couple of years anyway. Yeah, not including any playoff games. Now, granted, the restrictions might be lifted by the playoffs, but who knows? I don't know if Kyrie knows this basketball will make it without him. Yeah. I don't know if he knows. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but it will. I promise, Gary. I mean, yeah, you try to trade them. You try to get, you'll get pennies on the dollar, but you'll get people who can actually be on the court. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that, oh, I think from a business standpoint, I think that if he's refusing to get vaccinated and they're refusing to pay him, oh, well, we're not refusing to pay him, but they're like, okay, if you're not getting vaccinated. We're not going to pay you because you're not a- adhering to uh, what we're asking. My question is now is, okay, can they void his contract altogether? Is there something in this contract maybe that says, okay, if you do something that's a detriment to the well-being of the team, we can void your contract. No, no, they, no. Um, it's part of the CBA that they cannot void his contract because of this. Okay, but they can they can suspend his pay for any games that he is not qualified to be played. So mm-hmm. now they can cut him, and they will still owe him the money. But that's what that's why trading is probably the best option because you at least get something back. But if, oh. if the trade market's out of there, don't you just keep him on the team and sit him because it'll be cheaper to pay him for half of the season that would be for the whole season well and, and i guess that's that's the gamble you run is are you gambling that after this season all these restrictions are gone which oh it, i'm not talking about keeping him i'm just talking about saving the team as much money as possible if he's going to be ignorant why wouldn't i keep him on the roster act maybe put him on some kind of list but then because he's only available to travel with the team for half the games anyways instead of cutting him and paying him his full salary why can't i keep him on the team and only pay him for the 40 something games he's available anyway you i mean that that is an option you know and I don't know how it works with the salary cap. I know they said you don't have to pay them if they don't qualify to play in that arena. I don't know mm-hmm. how it counts towards the salary cap, if it's full year uh, contract counts towards the salary cap or not. 
or if they could bring someone in, hey, look, you know, Kyrie can only play in 30 games, so we've got this much money to bring in a free agent. I'm not quite sure how that works out. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also a risk. So if you if you just said, okay, you know what, Kyrie, you're going to be deactivated. You're going to be a healthy scratch. We'll pay you. You could just sit there until these restrictions are lifted. They're not forcing anybody to do anything. No. You can go home. Yeah. There's yeah. options. You got options. This, again, this is not a concentration camp. These are options that you have. You can either participate in your, your job with the uh, restrictions they have, or you can go home. Yeah. And again, if they say, Kyrie, your services are no longer needed. Here's a bunch of money. Please go away. Like you said, it's not like it's the end of the world. If someone gave me a couple million dollars to say, hey, go home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this it's shit's really getting on my nerves. Now you got Cole Beasley whining about the Bills fans booing him because he's not because of his vaccination stance. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Like a, an informed society, an intelligent society doesn't have a whole lot of respect for people that are trying to hold it back. No. It's just like, man, it's just getting ridiculous. Like you got Kyrie Irving. And this is why the social media is so dangerous because these people can get audiences. They have platforms to say things that shouldn't be said. And and that goes back to what Dorian was saying earlier. It needs to be regulated. Um, yeah. And it, it's hard because, you know, I think it's uh, section 230 that says that companies are not liable for what gets said on their platforms and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's there's some legal legalities in there. Um, Boy, they switch that one out. You'll watch Zuckerberg tighten up real. Quick. Oh, <laughs> do you know how much money he lost yesterday? Seven billion, I think I saw. Yeah, it was, I saw seventeen billion. Seventeen. Seventeen. Jeez. Tough. And, yeah. Yeah, and you know and, what? I wasn't really that upset. No. I swiped my swiped my Facebook a couple of times, and I was like, oh, that sucks. And yeah. I swiped it a couple of times a little later, and I was like, oh, it's all the same stuff. So I was like, oh, just Google it. Google this yeah. Facebook down. They're like, yeah. And I was like, eh, well, that answers that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to message. I tried to message it through Twitter just to keep communications up. And I was like, "That's when it came back on." Yeah, I was but so that's, upset though. And, and that's the funny thing is a lot. Most of the misinformation and disinformation, all that, comes from the same like twelve or thirteen sources. <laughs> it's all the same trolls that, that are doing this shit. Um, just to pivot off the NBA for a minute, did you guys watch the uh, sixty-minute interview with Francis Haugen? Uh, Haugen? Uh, yeah, I think oh, Francis Haugen I missed that. Oh, the, the whistleblower. The, Facebook, the whistleblower. Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. Um, like she has receipt out yin yin. And Facebook is trying to go after her because they're like, hey, that's private information. But then her lawyer is kind her lawyer is his angle is, well, you know, the information is is a detriment to the well-being of the society. Like it's just it's just crazy how the legalities of how you can find a loophole to say, oh well, you know, we didn't steal your uh your your documents. We, we use your documents in a way of informing the people because it's a detriment to them and their well-being. Well, it's and like a turning planet. Privilege. It's like a turning planet privilege. Okay, so what you say to your attorney technically is, you know, between you. However, if you tell your attorney, "Hey, look, I committed a crime that I'm not being on file for." It is their responsibility to report that. So you mm. can't just hire a lawyer and tell them everything and then go, well, attorney client privilege. It's the way it is. If it's a detriment to society, like you said, it is the responsibility to inform them. So, mm. and, and that's where the, the Snowden stuff really kind of gets into some gray areas. Um, yes. The Julian Assange stuff gets into some gray areas because they, they are informing the public of some misdeeds of what's going on, but they're also mm. putting people's lives at risk. Mm. So now, but was, what was interesting was everyone was talking about the, the Facebook whistleblower, but not talking about was it the not the Panama it was the Panama Papers that came out over the weekend as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody crashed Facebook to get the, all the focus off of that. They're like, nope, take yeah. Facebook down now. Yeah. Now. <laughs> now. I don't. I don't care what it causes. Take it down. Yeah. Because it, it's bad. 
And if you go with that, with those papers, plus the epic hack from the past, from I think it was a week or so ago, shit's coming out and shit's coming out in droves. I love people it. People are done. These hacker groups are done with this shit. And they're they're going to just display everything. They don't care. They shouldn't. Is it, they don't oh, care. Oh, the corporate, I'm so sick of corporations being treated like people. They don't give a flying shit about us. Yep. Maybe it's time they get their nose bloodied a little bit or a lot or they're decapitated. I don't care. Well, see, and that's what's really funny is, you know, what's going on in Washington now. They're talking about the debt ceiling, raising the debt ceiling and whatnot. And people are like, well, if you raise the debt ceiling, the Democrats will have their money. No, 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 no. The debt ceiling needs to be raised to pay for the bullshit that went out two, you know, two years ago when they gave corporations that almost two trillion dollar tax cut. That's what the debt ceiling is going to be paying for, paying for. I don't know why we get so nervous about the debt ceiling. All we do is print more money that doesn't exist anyways. It's not tied to anything. It's just paper. Well, it's not even paper anymore. I mean, yeah. we, we, we think thing. it is. It, it's it's an just, I- money's an idea now. It's a concept now. Yeah. Like the, the, the actual the idea of gold standard cash doesn't really exist anymore. It's all just ones and zeros and what your bank says that you, you have. You better watch out. You're about to get Gaddafi. Uh. <laughs> you better watch your mouth talking about gold standard and whatnot. You're talking about printing a currency based on actual resources. You're just yeah. going to get killed. That's Ken. Yep. I mean, that's that. what it used to be. It used to be the gold standard and they just Shh. went, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You mean Africa's got more resources than the United States? Uh, we're going off the gold standard. Yep. <laughs> nope. They could pull yeah. enough gold and diamonds out of Africa to bankrupt. But but here's the thing. So like your bank right now, if they made a change to your bank account and gave you an extra hundred thousand dollars, which would be great, by the way, just whatever. Is there anything that backs that up other than just the a digital no, record? It's There's a number. App, yeah. It's a number on a screen. Yep. Until I go to the ATM and put it in my hand, it's just a thing. It's just. Yep. And you don't have to do it. You can just. Take Take, take your debit card. Oh, look, I've got an extra hundred grand. I'm going to go to Best Buy. You don't have mm-hmm. to have the cash. You don't have to have gold. You have no. Nothing. As no, long as your no, bank says I, you have that money. I got a Best Buy problem without all that money. I don't need any money for a Best Buy problem. Trust me. I try to keep them open. Yeah, you're doing a good job of it. Thank you. <laughs> I just, look, shopping on Amazon doesn't always go as planned. So if I can go and look at some electronics and the place price matches, I'm going there. Oh, if I can do some electronics and by the time I drive there, it's ready and they're bringing it to me. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yep. Yep. I like Best Buy. It's like uh, I can order on a Best Buy and it says it's ready within an hour. So by the time I load the kids up in the car and drive there, it's ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love it. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, once I find out they price mass Amazon. Like, hey, hey. Okay. and I get it faster, and I get it right here now. <laughs> Excellent. Be that. Nope. Well, that's our commercial, our free commercial for this week. Go to Best Buy, spend some money, keep your brick and mortar stores open. <laughs> so, but, but speaking of that, so I, I, I'm still seeing stores say that they're having a hiring crisis, that they can't get people in the door. Absolutely, because the the uh, all the applicants walk in, they say how much you pay, and they say eleven dollars. They say fuck you and walk out. Yep. Nope. What's the, and what's really funny though is like unemployment, I think is like five point five. Now, full mm-hmm. full employment's at five percent, so we're close to full employment, and yet all of these stores, all of them, are saying they can't get people in the door. Do you know how much less of a hassle it would be in my mind? I was a server at one point. I was a cook. I've been a prep person. I've, I've worked almost every station in the restaurant. Do you know how much better it would be for my mental health and my sanity to do DoorDash, to be a DoorDash employee, a delivery driver? Oh, yeah. I get tips. I see, you the, do. I see the yeah. customer for 10 seconds. I'm in a restaurant for 10 minutes. Like, I, it, that's probably where it is. Yeah. A lot of well, people are DoorDash. A lot of people do. And Uber, let's not Uber forget Uber. that gig employees don't count towards unemployment. Like, if you're, if all you do is gig, yeah. if you just Lyft, Uber, and DoorDash and all that, you don't count towards employment one way or the other. Yeah. But, but also on that point, so let's say I'm working at McDonald's. 
insurance for 13 bucks an hour. Okay. That's, the, that's where I get my health insurance. That's where I get everything else. I'm no, uh, but I'm also not working for a Wawa or Target as a second income. I'm working for Lyft. I'm working for DoorDash. I'm doing things on my way home to get, make up that extra money that I was getting at those other stores. Well, those stores don't have the workers now, but I still have the money that I had working there. With half the headache. With half the headache. Yep. Restaurant jobs are garbage, man. Customers do are not always right. I promise. That's the biggest crock in capitalism. One of the biggest crocks in capitalism is the customer's always right. The, the second is, hey, you know, I'm going to tip you and help other services. I'm going to judge how much money you make in an hour. Yeah, yeah. Nope. And I always think it's funny when people talk about minimum wage and needs to be needs to be you know, raised and how it's, it's going to get to impact the the service staff. Yeah, you actually got to pay them actual money now. Yeah, you can't get cheap labor. Oh God, heaven forbid. Yeah, I saw a thing in here that well, when they raise minimum wage, it's going to put a, a bunch of restaurants in downtown Sanford out of business. Good. Stop exploiting yeah. your work. Yeah, yeah. Take your slave wages somewhere else. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. That, that uh, Babalu's in a Winter Garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Babalu's. Yeah. They closed. Yeah. They're complaining. In every article I've read, the old bat said, we're paying um, as much as any restaurant I know of. And then they say, how much are you paying? And she won't respond. Yeah. Three different articles I've read about them. Uh, three different statements. All the same question uh, posed. Same answer. Won't respond. Because you're throwing $10 an hour. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, man. Barbecue restaurants are built off the black community. Go in the back of most barbecue restaurants and see what's up. Yeah, yeah. And those are the eight, ten, $12 an hour people, the ones that are sticking around might be getting 15, 16 bucks an hour. And you know, the ones that are making it to management are probably getting paid okay. But like I'm telling you, the barbecue community is built off the backs of black people in the back of that well, restaurant. I, I've I've made the statement on social media a couple of times and I just got just attacked for it and I didn't care. But if your business model is only successful because you underpay your workers below the positive it's a shit line, business. Then it's a shit yeah. business model. It's a shit business. Absolutely. You know what it is it's the family business you just don't have enough family to fill places that's what it yep is. Yeah. that that's on you it's not it's not on the customer to help nope. save your small business nope. and it's not on on the people to you know to nope. work for you for shit money it's on nope. you to figure out how to, how to be a better business person and if you that's can't true. figure it out well, yeah. you know what be a worker like the rest of us lawn yeah. companies all over the place on facebook advertising during the summer 500 dollars a week bitch 500 dollars a week in 160 degree heat index working until five six o'clock at night i ought to shove this weed <laughs> whacker up your ass <laughs> And, and this running is why I, while it's running. Yeah. This is why I tell people all the time, work on yourself. Put the time in early, get your certifications, get your degrees, get whatever you need early before you start a family. Because once you start a family, you're, you're kind of screwed. But put yes, the no. time in early so that when the time comes, you're not scraping the bottom of the barrel and working, you know, in 150 degree heat index for, for somebody who doesn't respect. You'll have a job. It may not be a great job, but you'll have a good paying job most of the time in the air conditioning and yep. you'll be okay. But yep. these people that like, oh, well, I'm just going to skate through life and whatnot. Look, fuck you. If you don't put the time in, then whatever you do, I don't really give a shit. And if you want to take advantage of people because that's how you think you can make money, fuck you too. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's crazy you guys mentioned that because um, I spoke to a guy today. Uh, this guy, uh, he moved from Cuba and when he, this guy is a mechanical engineer in Cuba and when he came to the United States, uh, a certain company, which I won't say their name, they had him making nine dollars an hour as a helper picking up wood 
for on on a construction site. What he did was he told himself he said uh, he said what they're doing is illegal. However, I'm not in a place to talk about anyone or saying anything. So what he did was he he ended up uh going to um he ended up through, through a program going to HVAC school, right? And make a long story short, this guy went from making nine dollars an hour to where now he works for himself and he's pulling about ninety grand a year. And again, he when he came to the United States, all of his education from Cuba is null and void. It was like that shit works over there, over here. You got to go back to school. He was like, I like I can like I can't I can't do that right now. Like I'm take care of a family. I just moved from Cuba, and this guy he went he got his uh, HVAC certification, and then like literally like he has his own HVAC business that he just started like two years ago. And it's steady growing. Awesome. So, you know, so, so what you're saying, uh, AK, is like right on, spot on. Like, you have to do for yourself. You can't expect these companies to take care of you. They're not. That's not their job. Their job is to make as much money off of you as they can. Yep. And and use them. They're going to use you. Use them. If they're going to pay for your tuition, if they're going to pay for your certifications, if they're going to pay for this, that, and the other, do it. Right. And then use them for all that you can. And then once you've gotten past the time frame where you have to pay it back, capitalize on it. I did that my, my first job when I was in college. They said, we'll pay for whatever certifications you want from the, from this list. And I went, okay. So I took them. And then they said, and I asked them, how how long do I have to work here before I have to pay it back? I said, well, you have to be here six months after we reimburse you. Okay. Seven months later, they laid me off and they went, I was like, bye. I don't care. Yeah. Use our certifications to, to move on. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yep. Yeah. So, and find a company, like when you're, when you're starting out, find a company with benefits. You know, it used to be when we were, you know, graduating high school, tuition reimbursement was just kind kind of a thing. It wasn't really a big mm. thing. Now it's huge. Find mm. companies that will reimburse you for your degree, whatever you want to have that degree in. And if they say, well, it's got to be relative to, to our business, find a way to make it relevant mm. and, and work with the college recruiters and they'll, they'll, they'll get your, they'll get you going. Or it, you know, if college isn't for you, that's fine. Work on certifications. You want to be a mechanic, go get ASC certified. You want to work in HVAC, go get HVAC certified. You want to be a, a electrician, make sure you're, you're certified in that and use the company that you're working for to do that because that shit's expensive and you don't want to be behind the eight ball when, when you're done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's true, man. So, um, well, gentlemen, it's, it's late and I think we just got off our soapbox. So I think we're, we're getting good for tonight. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sport. Peace. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.